0: The Top 60 and 60, back on The Zone Network work every day. 1.30, Hans and Scotty are announcing another member of the Top 60 players in the state of Utah, counting you down to the start of the college football season. It's the Top 60 and 60, presented by Cypress Credit Union at Icon Health and Fitness, right here on The Zone Sports Network. All right, PK, lay this out for people, and then we'll try to discern the reasons why this might be true. Kalani has a
1: lot of people in his corner, as you can understand. The guy is a magnet for people. People love him. He loves them back. You feel like you're his best friend when you're around him. He greets you. I've never hugged a man more, I think, than Kalani over the years, 20-some years. I covered him for a little bit when he was a player, and he's just a— we all know he's who he personable. is. Personable, very, very much charismatic. So. Great dude, great dude, right? So he's got a lot of folks in his corner, and they they desperately want to see him succeed. Plus, they're BYU people, so they want to see BYU football succeed. BYU football, as we know, means a lot to a lot of people, and multiple people associated with the program have said to me, w- "What's the deal? Why are they slow to give him recognition?" That's why this season, I think, is huge. If he turns in a nine-win season after losing all these guys to the NFL, then he's built a program. And if you're built, if you've built a program like Kyle Winningham has built a program, right? We all agree with that. I, I mean, even the most passionate Cougar is got to say, I respect the program that he's built because it's you're expecting
0: them almost every year,
1: not quite.
0: You They've know? never won a Pac-12 title. Yeah, but it's about
1: it's competing for for it. You know, if you you have there's so many that don't even compete for it and he's competed for it. And it took a while. You know, it took him, what, four or five years before they even had a winning record in the conference. Uh, And once he got it going, it's been pretty good. Uh, They had a couple years back when they went seven and six, I think, when Huntley was a sophomore.
0: He's had three years that they didn't at least get in the mix. Right, in deep two, in November, you're sevens. in the mix.
1: Yeah, and try to get it done. Eventually, they're going to get it done at some point. Hopefully, for Kyle, he'll get it done. Uh, but the school will get it done. So he's built a program. So if you go 11-1 and one and it's a cream puff schedule, blah, 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 all the detractors are there. We know what their arguments are. But then you follow it up with 9 win season. That is building a program in your sixth season at BYU where it takes probably a couple years longer because of missions and coming and going and all that stuff. He will have built a program. And he needs to be rewarded as such. And I think that they will... He's, his contract goes through 2023. They will give him an extension. And the, the people have come to me and said, why do they love Mark Pope so much? He has one season that they don't get the chance to go in the NCAs. Clearly, they would have been in the NCAAs. No one argues that. And it was canceled, so they will never know. But they had a really good team. He caught fire and the program hadn't been in the NCAA's, what, three, four, five years in a row, whatever it was, they would have gone, well, last November, basically before the start of his second season, they extend them through 27. Now, there's some other stuff that goes into it. He's not really a BYU guy in the way that Kalani was. He's a BYU guy
0: through and through. Pope. So you get treated better if you're not a BYU guy because you got leverage and you might leave? Pope blew off BYU twice. Once out of high school. And then he
1: transferred to Kentucky. And now, BYU's the place you need to be. And what about you?
0: <laughs> That's a detail. Back <laughs> off. Hush. Stop talking about me. We're talking about you.
1: How come you didn't think it was the place well, you needed to be? Well, that was a different time but, and place. And they love him. And this is what's been told to me. They love him. And I told... Tom Homo, the last month when we were at Media Day, just very passing. Wait, I forget what the conversation was, but I said to no, him, "Man, if nothing else, Mark Pope is a genius at self-marketing. <laughs> the guy's just good for him, man." Yeah, but you Kalani's
0: get- not bad at it. I mean, neither one of these guys are bad at it. Oh,
1: uh, but Pope's better.
0: Okay, if you want to go there, but neither one of these guys are bad at it. Compare well, them. To- it. I don't
1: think Kalani. Com- mar- I don't think he markets. I disagree. He's a great dude, but it's not about marketing. When you're around Pope, oh, so glad you came. you are He's marketing. He's trying to sell you something. Yeah. Kalani, I don't want to remark, that's not the point. And I know it sounds like it, but I'm not. I'm really not. Kalani, when he was a fullback getting three carries a game,
0: he was doing that. How are you, man? What's going on? Okay, well, maybe on? he's not marking himself, but it still markets himself, <sighs> if that makes any sense. Mark Pope is selling
1: BYU basketball all the time,
0: as he should, and he's done a great job. And I've i think got Kalani zero so, problem. I think it comes down to the other thing. I don't think it's that. Mm-hmm. I think it's that, well, first off, because he's not a Utah lifer, the threat he might leave, maybe they got to show him more love so they don't lose him. And I don't know if they feel like they have another candidate or two they really believe in. I think there are people who would nominate other people, but I don't know that the, the has BYU, no ties to BYU right? I get it. Kalani does. I understand that, so they can take him for granted more because he's got more ties. Well, um... now maybe it shouldn't work that way, maybe because of loyalty. But the other thing is, Mark didn't have. The four and nine season. How much is that still being held? Because but Mark wasn't really... told this guy's going to be your coach. A hundred percent. Your offensive
2: coordinator wasn't hired for
0: yeah. you. Yeah, right? I I. I totally agree. I will not debate that even for a moment. When Jeff
1: Grimes was hired, there's somebody who came up to me after the press conference, this is Kalani's guy. So shut the bleep up about complaining about it. And I didn't say that second
0: part, but that was understood. It was understood. And I know, because I was about two feet away from you. And I was and walking about ten feet behind you. Exactly it almost it was. got in my face but I, when he said it. Right. But it was important and it's true. So yeah. then the results that come afterwards are important. But they, and what truth do they tell? Seven and six. Seven six. Two,
1: so I don't have any problem with them not lavishing all sorts of love at Kalani. I'm surprised that after one season they
0: extend Pope through twenty seven. Okay, we don't know behind the scenes it, what other offer or deal or rumors or... That doesn't matter. ...who's linked. It doesn't matter if they extended him either. He can still pick up and that's go. That's what I'm saying. Coaches do it that's all what I'm the saying. time. That's, that's my so point. to me, That not, is the point. I'm not surprised the Pope's getting all this love. My surprise would be... Kalani isn't getting more. And I think it's but great I, that they've given Pope that love. Play so big-time sports. You want big-time? This is what big-time schools do. So go ahead and do it. So I'm thinking that Kalani's got a couple things held against him. One is the 4-9, and nine, and one is the 7-6, and six, where he beats the big-time high-profile opponents, but loses against the schools that, rightly or wrongly, many people at BYU, fans, and the people who work there, and, and I get that sometimes that gets blurry, uh, think that BYU is just miles and miles better than that. Why... how could you lose those games? Because that's not on the Detmer hire. The 4-9, and nine, you not, want to put not, it, no, not, not, to all, put not just on Detmer, but because they paid Detmer, it was inexperienced staff around Detmer. When as a new OC, he probably needed a more experienced staff around him. And so there were a lot of things that spun out of control there. Well, he needed an A-Rod, and he didn't have it. Yeah. yeah. Or any other veteran assistants that... You worked with all just the look at someone, A-Rod. A-Rod, the him most in. recent one, right, and that's the one he would have been. Yeah, uh, And so, okay, fine.
1: But that's why this season is so crucial. And I can argue that second, seven, and six, they just weren't prepared to play consistently. Zach Wilson wasn't what he was last year. He was hurt, blah, blah, blah. They, and went, so, they went through
0: three quarterbacks.
1: Yeah. They so had three they, different starting quarterbacks. And last year they didn't. Yeah. And he was really good, good enough in his cream puff schedule. Yeah, well, the Jets didn't think so. So shut up on that. The, the Jets games, thought he the was. The games in. And they He won will last be the year. NFL rookie of the
0: year. <laughs> he will. You can't know that, but I love that you throw you it out there. You can't know that. <laughs> you you can't even know he's going to stay healthy to win it. It's You NFL. can't know that. Oh, you know he's going to stay healthy and he's going to excel. He's a freshman. He's a freshman.
1: I write. BYU's back in the quarterback business. Mm. Took all sorts of crap for it. Yep.
0: Has someone... So you had this people... This kid... I know. And I know... Will get it done. And I think there are multiple reasons why you... Yes, but will you... And I have more insight on this kid than I do most kids. I agree. For multiple reasons. Yes, and I believe in him. Right, and I'm, don't wanna, I don't want to... I want to say more, but I don't because I don't want to... Right. Wreck your insight. I got so, it. so I'm pacing myself here. I understand. That what you wrote as a freshman year was more knowable, if that makes sense, than what you're trying to sell right now. What am I
1: trying to sell right now?
0: <laughs> you don't remember? You don't remember what you bought about seventy five seconds ago. <laughs> hey.
1: Today Rookie is key of the year. Today is Zach Wilson. You can't day. tell me he's twenty two years he old is. today. He is. Today is his birthday. You can't tell me that. Lisa, I can't wait to get on your Instagram to see what you're doing for Zachy's
0: birthday. Lisa, I can. (laughs) I can totally wait. I'll hear about it. I'll see it on Twitter. I mean, I'll find out. I'm the 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 classic. I'm doing what athletes say. I don't read that stuff. I read it. I lap it up like a dog to water. they all know it (laughs) because someone tells them. That's it. If you don't tell me, Yock will tell me. And if you and Yock don't tell me, somebody on Twitter will tell me. When they finally fire me from this job, I'm
1: going down to the treehouse and getting her in her morning exercise classes. I just (laughs) can't do it now because it conflicts with
0: work. <laughs> yoga with Mr. Kennahan and Mrs. Wilson. And
1: she's going to oh, have boy. to, she's going to, I'm going to eat her turkey tacos.
0: PK and yoga pants. <laughs> I'm going to finally get that beach body. Sinjin <laughs> Smith, already still
1: so close. I hope to be more Sinjin. Okay. So I'm looking for that. Zach Wilson. Two years ago wasn't prepared to be consistent. Plus, he was hurt most of the time anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So this year, this is a just a critical year in BYU football. Because if they roll out a nine and three, BYU football is back. They're in the best spot they've been since being independent. Since going independent. Kalani, here's your love. Or
0: here come the offers from the other schools. Well, he has not the But they, they can't. You, but if he felt the love it all along, but if he felt the love all along, maybe they would be more loyalty. Uh, uh, loy- I mean, I you don't know, know what there loyalty is, there is. Wanting to stay where you are because you're comfortable and you like the people you work for and work with. That's your freaking <laughs> Pollyanna world. Loyalty to me is cash. They'll probably get some of that too.
1: <laughs> and so but, if whoa, somebody
0: whoa. gives them five million dollars a well, year, what do you expect BYU to do? Well, they're not they, gonna do that. Well, are they gonna pay 60, 70, 80, or 90% of the going rate? 90? Man, I'd drop dead if they paid 90. <laughs> I was say, this is it. This is we got a DNP dead.
1: Again, why is this a theme in this show? If BYU is paying 90% of the going rate, that would be absolutely awesome.
0: I'd have a. I just threw it in there. I don't really believe work it worked There, I was just yeah. listing numbers. I was listing numbers. I wouldn't think. I not, know. Ninety percent of four of five million mean paying a coach four and a half million bucks. They have boosters who could do that if they chose. So it's not completely out of the realm, but yeah, it but would want it. What's, wanna, sort, they, they, what's the word I'm looking for? BYU's image. is image. Mm-hmm.
1: They're worried about the friggin' image way too much. Be a little more common folk. It doesn't mean you're giving in to the ways of the world, but that's always been a dilemma. Do they worry about, they got image, and so you, you got to have a church talk in your pocket at all times. And so, because you never know, somebody's going to ask you to preach. And so, and, and they the big shots go to the games and they wear suits and basketball. What the crap are they wearing suits for? It's, a, it's basketball a basketball game. game.
0: <laughs> but they
1: got that you can image. Wear, you
3: could
0: wear a pair of slacks and a golf shirt and it would be fine. Yes. Yeah. It really <laughs> but would they be okay.
1: got that image yeah. and they don't want to give up the image because that's given into the world and they don't want to be of the world. They want to be in the world but not of the world. So they got all this stuff going on, man. It's freaking Dr. Laura uh, needs to get with them, because they're trying, and I I, I can respect what they're trying to do. So, but they,
0: they, yes, they could probably pay the money, but they don't want to, because it sends a bad message. So, one thing we see all the time in the world of sports also is, somebody's got a coach, and I think we see this at USC right now. They got a coach who's good, and they know he's good, but they either... Either they want a coach who's great, or they think they know who the great coach is, and let's push it, in, push them out and bring in this next coordinator. And every once in a while, somebody hits the way Oklahoma did, so this thing doesn't go away, even though it sounds crazy, it doesn't go away. Because it turns out the next big thing really is the next big thing. So how much of this is... They don't know who the next basketball coach is, but they think they know who the next football coach is. Well, just win, and things will take care of itself. Well, that's I a true story. That. I'd love to see them run there's out of a, nine 9-3 season. There's 130 teams out there. If you win, there's a bunch of teams that aren't going to be happy with their situation, and somebody's going to want you. And if Kalani goes, he goes. But, you know, before we got some jazz
1: news we're going to share with you in a second. But two things. Go ahead and... Jock will post it at twelve eighty the zone, and then Josh Furlong will post it at KSL. I read what I wrote because I get a buck a page view, you do and know. it's really important. <laughs> Gotta
4: get that new cocktail dress. Show
1: me loyalty to me, and <laughs> and do you think it's a coincidence that Zach Wilson and Tom Brady shared the same birthday?
0: No. (laughs) Actually, I do. No. I I think it's a total coincidence. Tom
1: is 44 today. Zach is 22. (laughs) So what that tells me is Zach will accomplish half of what Tom Brady has accomplished in the NFL.
0: Normally, I save the feedback for (laughs) later. But this is so timely. This is so timely. I want to share this feedback right now. And it's perfection, too. If, if PK keeps dropping quote in the world comma but not of the world closed quote his cover is going to be blown. There is no. no co- I read. i, I mean, my some He's,
1: of my best friends are you people. Yeah. He's familiar
0: with the. the I parlance. mean, you've been around enough, no, wait a minute. man. That was that was that was underappreciated.
1: I know when the neighbors go to mutual.
0: Some <laughs> some of my best friends. Ding one comma. Are you people <laughs> yeah. ding to That's a two for one. You don't get that everywhere. He did not accidentally throw those two cliches right together. What's your jazz news, Yuck? Per report from Sham
2: Sharani of the uh, of Stadium Network, free agent forward Rudy Gay has agreed to a deal with the Utah Jazz.
1: Rudy Gay is coming. Majerus, remember when he says a big gay guy? I've always liked Rudy Gay. Seriously, you no, you have 100. percent. Yeah,
0: six foot eight. Uh, poor man, too. Yeah, remember that Carmelo? Yeah, that was it. It
2: was yeah. poor man's Carmelo. Yeah, six eight shot 38.1 percent from three point land y- last year. 42 percent overall. Chips
1: are in. Try to win now.
0: How much can guy. they tweak those numbers based on the shots he gets and the shots he takes? Because that's a big part of that. Ooh. Play you know, the tune. <laughs> no, that's not the one. This is first cousin of that too. We need another ten. Rudy Gay coming to town. What was, it? What was the three-point percentage?
2: 38.1 for Sacramento in 63 games last year.
0: 38 is a good
2: number. 42 overall from the field.
0: It'll be better. But if he takes one less three-pointer per game, if he eliminates the one three-pointer per game that was pretty, you know, it was rushed, it was a low-percentage shot, his feet weren't set, he eliminates that. He's going to be up around 42, 43%. His career, Happy
2: days are here again. His career percentage is 35%, but 38.1% is actually an uptick for six he? seasons. He's played, wow, um, 11, 15, 17 seasons. So he's up there. Well, I'd prefer an actual number.
0: Hurry up, quick. Get it, get it, get it, get it. <laughs>
2: it's 35. 35.
0: He will be 35 in mid-August, so he'll play the whole season at 35. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 the zone. Next, it's Eric Pincus, NBA capologist, writer for Bleacher Report, basketball insiders, and NBA TV. We'll discuss the moves that can be made, how tricky that will be, how you slide those last few dollars around to get your guy, and who the guy might be for the Jazz and for the other competitors at the top of the West, the teams that are chasing the championship. We'll do that next. Stay with us.
4: The Top Sixty and Sixty is back on the Zone Sports Network. Get your college football fix every day at 1.30 as the Zone counts you down to the start of the twenty twenty one season by listing off the top sixty players in the state of Utah, as voted on by the local media. You'll also hear from the coaches as they talk about the players that will impact their season the most. It's the Top Sixty and Sixty weekdays at 1.30. presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon on your home of the. The Best college football coverage in Utah 97.5 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are joined now by Eric Pincus, NBA writer and capologist for Bleacher Report, Basketball Insiders, and NBA TV. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret Utah's in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is a solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at SmartRain.net. Eric, good morning. Morning. Thanks for having me. So I think uh, with your background and your knowledge of the cap and the cap rules and you being a capologist, that you look at free agency a little different. Everybody else is looking at talent, and you're looking at, yeah, you got the player there, but as you try to build a team, now you don't have enough money for the other roles in the team you need filled. So with that in mind, all the deals that have been announced here, I'm wondering which ones you look at and think, excellent value there, or you think, oh, yeah, that player's good, but you have really jammed yourself up as you try to complete this roster.
3: Wow. Um, Well, first of all, i got to say there's so many deals, I'm still trying to make sense of it. It it comes in so fast and furious. Mm -hmm. But the first deal that jumped out that seemed rich was uh, Jarrett, Allen to the Cavs uh he's a really nice young player and I like Jared Allen but uh it's like a five-year deal or something like that really long really heavy uh in the 20 million dollar range and uh, per season and, and uh that's great and I, I I'm happy that the Cavs got got a deal done, but it just seemed a little rich. You've got Kevin Love, you're paying a lot of money to. You've still got uh, Larry Nance, and then you drafted Evan Mobley, and that's just a concern where you start to talk about basketball where uh, we don't, at least I don't, know 100% yet if Mobley is a center or a power forward, and maybe you can go with that dual big situation, which some teams do to success, and uh, some teams in this league, a lot of them believe that you go Uh, with one big and it's just a heavy commitment for a guy that maybe fits with your star draft pick that you just got at number three probably does but i don't know for sure he does so that's one i mean there's a lot of deals that have come in we could go through uh, a lot of them but that's the first one that jumped out that i was like wow that's a lot of money
1: So I'm wondering if you think the Lakers are done with their free agent acquisitions or do you think they're still debating between Eddie Jones and Nick Van Exel?
3: Uh, well, you know the joke is is that they're bringing back former Lakers,
0: right?
3: old time Lakers too.
0: Eric, that was well done. You haven't been on this show enough to know how to play that perfectly, but you just he's did. Been in studio, us. Yeah, yeah, I know, but you got to listen over and over, and he's got stuff to do. He doesn't know. You usually are serious with
3: guests. That was I mean, awesome. I've been Eric. around a while, so I'm like, you know, what about, uh, you know. Uh, pig miller i mean I, I mean that that's like what <laughs> that's I started to, yeah i mean but it, like i it, i like i like the gets that the lakers have gotten in the sense that they're all really solid uh I, I, wayne ellington and, and ken basemore are really really solid guys i know them from the time with the lakers uh dwight howard is a little more of a challenge with a personality he's got a bigger personality but i like dwight i mean he He's he's a lot of fun, but, you know, he's also exhausting, <laughs> you know, like he's got a, he, he's an acquired taste. And but uh, he, he's one of the best rebounders in the entire league uh, in short minutes. I don't think he can play like 30 minutes a game, but in short minutes, his rebounding numbers are, are basically on par with Clint Capella, who's uh, one of the best. So uh, th- those those are not. Uh, guys who are going to overtake anything, you know, they're 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 helpful guys to help the Lakers. Uh, Wayne Ellington can shoot, Ken Baysmore. Uh, who's the other one? Trevor Reza is a little bit older, uh, but you know what? The, the Russell Westbrook thing is obviously the big news. So I think that's a really bold move, and it's either really going to work really really well, or it's not. And I could see it working, and I could see it not working.
0: Eric Pickett's joining us, uh, NBA TV, Bleacher Report, basketball insiders, NBA writer, and uh, capologist. So I'm curious, uh, some of the longer deals for older players, Mike Conley in Utah uh, would come to mind, Chris Paul in Phoenix would come to mind, there are probably others. Did anybody give an older guy just way too many years? Or is that one way to overpay and just the cost of doing business and you hope you win in the short run and you just suck it up and deal with it in the long run?
3: Well, I mean, you know, we're, we're talking about um, you know some of the older players. Like if you go back further, deals used to be five, six, seven years, mm-hmm. uh, and it was pretty common. And and so you got Mike Conley for three years. I, I mean, so I mean, so what? Like you have, if you're the Jazz, you're one of the best teams in the West. You have an opportunity potentially to go to the finals, potentially to win it all. And if you let Mike Conley go, you can't replace him with anybody, but maybe. Maybe like they would have the room for a ten million dollar player, roughly, because uh, the tax wouldn't have been as much of an issue. Uh, so, is there a ten million dollar point guard out there? And like, there are a couple of guys who haven't landed yet. Like Dennis Schroeder hasn't landed yet. He wants twenty million. Could somehow he land in Utah for for ten in a parallel universe? And is he the right guy? Or do you want Mike Conley, who's been here, uh, is a great leader, is is a very low maintenance guy? And he's really, really talented. And I, I like Dennis in a lot of ways, but Mike is a better fit. So, yeah, if you have to pay three years, then then so what? I mean, it, what's the window for the Jazz? Uh, is it going to be over in two? I, I don't think so. And so I think Conley's good for two. Uh, is he going to be great for that third year? It's not that far off. Maybe so. Uh, you know, The, the issue is, is he has been hurt the last few years. He was hurt. Uh, at a key time in the playoffs. But then so was Anthony Davis. And so was like, I mean, everybody like Kyrie Irving, everybody was hurt because of, you know, in theory, because of the short turnaround. So, uh, and in the last year of a contract, it's not difficult to trade somebody. It's a lot easier. So I look at it as a great deal. I mean, if he had gotten a five-year deal, which was possible, we would have a different discussion, but then there are some issues about over 38 rules and things like that. I'd have to check the math on that, but Generally speaking, happy for the Jazz, uh, getting that deal done. It was the right move.
1: So same type of principle with Chris Paul?
3: Yeah, I mean, Chris, uh, someone had mentioned to me, and I and the, these are all theoretical contracts. They're agreements. I haven't seen the, anything yet. Nothing's been signed. Uh, they can't sign until the, the 6th after the moratorium. <laughs> that some of Chris's might not be guaranteed. That's like two and a half years is guaranteed. I don't know for sure. Uh, But he got like a four-year deal, which was longer than I thought. And I'll say this is interesting. There's this over-38 rule that basically prevents teams from giving players uh, four-year deals or five-year deals when they're going to be 38, when it finishes, or over 38. But there is like an exception to the rule, and Chris Paul fits into the exception perfectly. And also Chris Paul wrote the rule (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I thought that was really interesting. So you know he's uh, he's the uh, uh, the head of the players' union. So uh, he uh, that rule used to be the over thirty six rule, and as Chris Paul has gotten older, but I think Chris has done some great things for the game, and and he's kept the NBA rolling through uh, the pandemic. And and you know, I know there was the shutdown, but they got basketball back to finish last year. They got it to work this year. They've gotten through a couple CBAs. Uh, Without lockouts, so I'm 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 happy with what Chris Paul has done, and if he's able to get a little bit extra out of it, uh, you know, good for him.
0: So it looks like two teams that have really been active have been uh, Miami and Chicago, but have they been active enough that they're going to draw any attraction in the West or any attention in the West? Uh, I mean,
3: the the Bulls are. They're playing an interesting game because their arguably their best player is Zach Levine, uh, an all-star. And he's headed into the last year of his contract. And they had the ability, if they wanted, to use the cap room to renegotiate and extend his deal, which is very rare, but it's something they could have done. And it would have cost them about $14 million. And they might have been able to get it done for less. Let's say ten to $14 million instead it looks like they're staying over <laughs> they got some nice pieces Lonzo Ball's a nice player uh still obviously has to prove certain you know that he can win uh but I'm a silly guy so fine uh happy with Lonzo uh, Alex Crusoe I know really well from the Lakers both are really good fits with Zach because they don't care about scoring they care about playing defense moving the ball uh Lonzo can help your offense Alex isn't as much of an offensive player um, but it's, it, it's the right idea, but they didn't give Zach this renegotiation and Zach actually was drafted by the Wolves traded to the Bulls. He then signed an offer sheet to go play for the Kings and they matched. So he never actually chose to play in Chicago. I think he's very happy there, but if the team doesn't have success, he can just leave and he's going to be one of the top free agents this next summer. So it, like I said, it's an interesting game. Uh, as far as the Heat, I mean, they're, they they believe that if they were healthy, they would have beat the Bucks, and that uh, if the season wasn't rushed, they would have beat the Bucks. And now they added Kyle Lowry, and they stole PJ Tucker from the Bucks. So I think in their mind, they're going to beat the Bucks, and it doesn't matter what reality is. It's from their point of view. Uh, and if they could beat the Bucs, they could probably beat everybody else and get to the finals and have a shot to, to maybe get the Lakers again and beat the Lakers. So, uh, obviously, you'd like to say the Jazz or, or anybody else. But, uh, well, you'd probably just like to say the Jazz, of course, if you're in Utah. But uh, I, I think the Heat are a real threat. I think the Bulls are a threat to make the playoffs. I don't think they're a threat for the West. Uh, but I do think that Miami is going to be uh, one of the top three teams in the East. And arguably the top team in the East. I'm, I'm not ready to go there with the Nets uh, and the Bucks, but I think from the Heat's point of view, they're they're capable of of going all the way.
1: I'm intrigued about Reggie Jackson because obviously he played a significant role in beating the Jazz in the postseason, and he seems like he's a money player for whatever that's worth. And I'm wondering what kind of money do you think he's going to get now?
3: Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, you, you bring me on as as a capologist, and you you want to understand the complications of the the, the rules. It, he's been with the, the Clippers for two years, and so they don't have his full rights. They have what's called early bird. And when you have early bird, you can give a, the player a raise of up to 175%, but he made the minimum, so that's not enough. Or the average salary, which is roughly $10.5 a, a little bit less than ten and a half. dollars uh, But it, it, he earned in his playoff performance probably enough to get at least 18, maybe more. Uh, but there aren't any teams who are ready to pay that at this point, because uh, there aren't a lot of teams with money. There aren't a lot of point guards. And the problem is, is that if the Clippers pay him ten and a half, and he has to take a two year deal without any options, uh, just based on that rule, the early bird rule. And so He would have to take less money in theory from his point of view, not just for one year, but for two. And that's the challenge. And if they don't use that exception, that early bird exception, the most they could pay him is minimal stuff. I mean, very low money, not enough to to justify it, but he could do one year. So does he sacrifice for one year to take a really big deal the next year? And is there some sort of promise that they can make that's illegal? Can't really make that promise that they'll pay him because there's a risk that he doesn't have as good a year. So, These are the kind of questions his agent has to to decipher and at the same time shop around and try to get a better deal somewhere else that might not come. So I know Reggie wants to go back to the Clippers. The issue is, can he, for the kind of money that he needs.
0: So the Warriors are paying Curry, Thompson, Wiggins, and Draymond Green pretty close to $140 million. Oh, Oh my gosh. Is there anything that they can use to bring in Guys, or are they just are they basically going to bring guys in on the minimum and that is it?
3: Well, so the the teams that have high payrolls include like the Nets, uh, the Lakers. After those, after getting Westbrook, are pretty well in the same boat. Uh, and I think the Jazz are are pretty much there as well. Uh, their money's going to Riggie Gay. Uh, looks like that's what's called the room exception, not the room exception, the the lower mid level exception where uh... you have about six million dollars to spend and so in the case of the warriors they went shopping and uh... with six million dollars and then a bunch of minimums but because of their tax situation which is worse than by the way worse than the jazz the jazz will pay some tax lakers will pay some tax but the warriors have been in the tax for uh, multiple years so they're actually going to pay a repeater tax which is more uh it's they're gonna pay a ton let's just without getting into the numbers it's gonna be super expensive so they're offering minimums they got Otto Porter which uh, Otto Porter jr. was a guy that I think some teams would have used that tax pyramid level that six million dollars on but he's coming for the minimum probably because he's been hurt he's been on some bad teams and he has a chance to really showcase himself and so after a year if he blows up and, and is a really valuable piece, he's going to get a chance to play somewhere else. Probably not with Golden State. So the issue there is if they're offering minimums, they're probably getting rentals uh, for one year. Uh, or they could pay $6 million, but like $6 million might be, I don't know, $40, $30, 46000000 million. 30, I don't know. I'd have to run the total math, but let's just call it $35 million. If they're paying Otto Porter six million, maybe it costs them 36 million. And Otto is really, really a nice player for them, but he's not a 36 million dollar player for them. So getting him for the minimum, let alone, is still going to be expensive, but uh, not, you, know, maybe six million dollars, which is you know stomachable. So uh, <laughs> it's a tough, tough situation um, because they've had injuries, and it's unclear how much they're paying that kind of money uh, for a championship. Uh, you know jazz are doing it they're going to pay some tax but they think they have a shot and they probably do uh the the warriors last year were paying that kind of money and they didn't have a shot and this year it's all up in the air i hope clay thompson returns you know like i said i'm i'm i, I want to see success I, mean, I want to see the best players in the league Play at the highest level, and whoever wins wins. I want to see great competition, so I'm pulling for the. Uh, I'm pulling for Conley to do three years at a high level. I'm pulling for Clay Thompson to come back healthy. You know, I want Otto Porter to show what he could do. I want you know go team by team. I want to see these things work, and I want to see it on the biggest stage, and I want to see them play at the at the, at the highest level.
1: Well, I saw Clay Thompson riding his bike on the Strand in Manhattan last week, and he looked really good pedaling. Oh well, then that's pedaled.
0: <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. All right, Eric, we appreciate your time and your perspective. Thanks for hopping on with us. All right, anytime, guys. Thanks for having me. Eric Pincus, NBA capologist and writer for Bleacher Report, Basketball Insiders, and NBA TV. When we come back, your feedback. Stay with us. And it's all over almost here Don't go nowhere
2: Mark Pope gets a seven year extension Kalani gets a couple of years Systemic racism, systemic racism That's what it is, that's what it is
0: Grab your phone Use our app Use the open mic feature, send us your takes Systemic racism That's why, what, that's what, who was that? It's our good friend Kay That was Kay, that's Kay's theory I think he's conservative. (laughs) I have a hunch, yes. (laughs) Feedback of the day is brought to you by Ochre Mountain Pharmacy. Quit spending time sorting pills. Call Ochre Mountain Pharmacy today. And have them sort and deliver your custom prescription blister packs free of charge. Call them at 801-252-1000. That's Ochre Mountain Pharmacy. right. Got a lot of people weighing in. Who helped themselves so far in free agency? Vic says the Dodgers. Dodgers? Free agency? Trade deadline. He's being funny. He likes the Dodgers. Because they're, they're actually,
1: their free agent acquisition isn't doing so well right now. That'd be Trevor Bauer.
0: He isn't really doing much of anything right now. <laughs> so who helped themselves in free agency? I think Curry did. Curry? Yeah. What are you talking about? How does Steph Curry, or, or is it his brother who helped himself? Seth? Yeah. Is it... Did Seth help himself? Where are you going with this? Yeah, I don't know. Mitchell, in Mitchell We Trust, says Miami got better.
1: Mm, okay, yeah.
0: Aaron says Chicago and Miami got better. Okay. Chipionitis believes the Lakers help themselves. They're going to be a lightning rod, aren't they? It's the nature of LeBron. It's the nature of the Lakers. But all these moves, all these 35- and 36-year-olds, and we'll see if they're done yet. I think they've still got roster spots. They can bring in more older guys on veterans. I'm telling you. Veteran minimums. Van Etzel or Eddie Jones? (laughs) (laughs) How how old is Nick Van Etzel? How old is Eddie Jones? Is Eddie Jones a rookie? Eddie Jones got to be 50. Okay. But, <laughs> Tom Brady's 44. Move over, Tom
1: Brady. 44 today. He's 22 years to the day older than Zach Wilson. So that leads you to believe he's half his age, Zach is, that he'll accomplish half of what Tom Brady did. Well, that would be how
0: many Super Bowls? Three and a half? 3.5 Super Bowls. Oh, we're not done yet with Tom. <laughs> okay. Three and a half so far.
1: Yeah. Who wouldn't take that? I'll take
0: half of what Tom Brady accomplished. <laughs> That's amazing to think that, about that, huh? Yeah, that makes you Troy Aikman. He's got three Super Bowls. Wow, man. Uh, let's see. Who else is uh, waiting here? Oh, here's one for you. Who helped themselves? The SEC, Snaggy coog, Snazzy coog, Free agent signings, Oklahoma and Texas. Did they? Did they need help? No. Made themselves bigger and richer. Wreck the fourth fourth biggest uh, football league in America, allegedly. They undercut that league, that's for sure. But th- does the SEC really need help? Or are they just here to undercut every other league? <laughs> Go to 20, take a couple ACC teams, take Ohio State and Michigan, take Clemson and somebody? Well, yeah, at that point, man, then you just have your own deal. Mm-hmm. Just- Clemson, Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Michigan. Good night, everybody. Wow, yeah.
1: That would be a coup. I hope it doesn't happen.
0: All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. We're out of time. Hands of Scotty are next. We'll see you tomorrow.